0: Good morning, everyone, and thank you for coming here. You might be getting a sense of why we're all here, but today we're here to announce that we'll be retiring from full-time podcast making at the end of the season. We've always said there was two factors that kept us from, kept us making podcasts, one being motivated to get up and keep doing what we love, and the other still being competitive. For us, nothing has changed. Both JD and I have decided that this will be our last full season of Breaking Late, I've always said that meeting listeners from the show have been one of the best things about podcasting. But I can say with a heavy heart that this has been the hardest decision to make. Thank you to everyone that stood by us throughout, throughout our career. Everyone that's written in, come up to us and said hello at the track. This is the reason why that we always put the headphones on after every race weekend. So Thank you very, very much. But it's certainly not the end of 2019, it's still a very long way to go and we'll keep pushing hard until the end and beyond. We'll be staying with Breaking Late and looking forward to a new and exciting chapter of Breaking Late. We will continue in 2019, the format will be changing. Some of you might've picked up on the round and the similarities between our speech and the one that happened 12 months ago. And yes, this is an adaptation of Craig Lowndes' retirement speech. (laughs) Now, a lot has changed since we started making podcasts back in 2016. What started off as a random idea has turned into a series with more than 92 episodes over three years and with a global audience that continues to grow. The landscapes and podcasts have changed dramatically. One of the reasons why we started on this journey was due to the lack of podcasts covering motorsport. And now we're up against the likes of Fox Sports, Davey Reynolds and Michael Caruso, scotty mack and even greg russ not wanting to sound like the ads closure statement we're not blaming any of these podcasts for stopping us the decisions have come about due to things changing in our lives i'd like to thank jd for making the show possible and for all the effort that is put in as well and i knew you never intended the show to continue for as long as it did and i really do appreciate it i really do so thank you thank you Um, And to Mitch you've always been there when I needed a co-host whether we've given you a week's notice or I've called you up on Skype and said We're doing the show now. You've (laughs) always been happy to help out So thank you to all the fans. You guys have been fantastic We love getting emails some we could read on the show Others were told that they didn't want to go to air, but we love them either way So from JD Mitch and I just want to say a big thank you to everyone Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me for another week is JD. How are you, mate?
1: Not so bad, mate. Fully recovered.
0: Recovered. We had a big weekend.
1: We did. You had go-karting twice this weekend. We well, had go-karting once. Yeah.
0: So, let's kick it off. Let's kick straight off into the go-karting. We did touch on this. I'm I'm learning that I should stop saying things I should do on the show and then not do it. <laughs> um, we did say we we're going to make a video and stuff at the karting track. We didn't. <laughs> um... But yeah, let's first off let's say a big thank you to DKA and um DKH which is obviously Darwin, Darwin Karting Association and yep. Darwin Kart Hire um for putting on the event. It was a great event. There was like 20 carts.
1: Yeah, it was pretty spectacular. They the sold edit. out. Yeah. Um so yeah, we we competed in the obviously the 2 hour enduro with mm-hmm. the, in in hire carts with minimum of two men or sorry, two person, two person. teams. So
0: we we ended up running in the Open class. I say open because it was the non-media. The media originally we could have been scheduled in to go to the media, but they had a, they only had eight carts, and that's all they planned on running. So I spoke to the people afterwards. They said, look, maybe next year, whatever. Yeah. Um, not not big mouthing us, but it's probably a good thing we didn't run in media.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it would have been a bit unfair to be honest. And yeah. Anyway, the media guys. Anyway,
0: um, they all had a lot of fun. We spoke to a few of them after the event. They loved it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was actually a really good event. Uh, the the TV crews and and uh, I think they were TV and radio predominantly um, yeah. were all really into it. NT News didn't turn up or uh, any of the written publications, but other than that, it was it was pretty good showing from the, the actual media people.
0: So the way the event worked is we had a qualifying session at the start, which was basically three laps each driver.
1: Yep, yep. Yep. Really short, sweet. Short, sweet. Get into session. it.
0: Boom. Done. Yep. Um, I think we put the cart. Nathan put the cart on second. Second
1: I think row. We were. Second yeah. Row. Second. Yeah. Second row. So yeah. So, so we, we were third. third. Or f- yeah. Third.
0: Um, um, all the were. media people. So there was eight carts that started hundred meters down the track.
1: Yeah. Didn't take
0: long for you guys to catch them.
1: No. No. They. They. um in in the open class, there was quite a few teams that were made up of uh, actual go cutters from our club.
0: I think there was about three or four carts with at least a couple of carters in it.
1: They there was three carts with every person in the cart was mm. a go cutter, uh, and there was a fourth cart where it was a bit of a mixed team.
0: Well, so. I know one of the guys brought his missus from the carting group. He brought his missus down. She wanted to have fun, so they had I think two carters and his missus driving for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. So no, they they. They pretty much um the, the media were a little bit off the pace and the lines were a little bit questionable. <laughs> um which made for some fun passing and, and unpredictable racing. <laughs>
0: you you started the race. So you started probably twelfth, eleventh, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um by about the fourth lap, you were up to fifth.
1: Yeah, it was it was really good fun, um picking off people. There was a cart that actually outqualified us in opens. That they did a really, really fast lap time in qualifying. It was actually they outqualified everyone. They out-qualified... That was the two all- seconds ahead cart. Yeah, <laughs>
0: we're yeah. Like, well, this is where yeah. higher carts aren't all made equal.
1: Yeah. Well, they they, they didn't even have a go kart on their team. I don't think either. But mm. you could really tell when it come down to the race because they're yeah they they consistency wasn't there. But anyway, they were they were. Having fun and, and and I think it was actually a really good. In well, the end, it of the day. was
0: good to watch you doing a lot of double passing at a corner.
1: Yeah, because you just could pick where people's you know people were making mistakes where they're going to pass someone, and they would slow them, them and the other cart down. And with the higher cart, they've got no power, so when they don't, you don't flow them through the corners. They they Mate, don't get off the out corner. You've been out of the
0: cart for about what ten years,
1: eight years. <sighs> Last time I raced. Would have been two thousand and
0: thirteen yeah about yeah so six, six years six years, yeah. yeah, you haven't lost it,
1: yeah, I was actually i was yeah, I was quite happily surprised with how well I went i was, I didn't expect to do as well as I did, so we
0: fast. got up to lap four, right, probably the furthest point away from the the pits, <laughs> I know, um. Made a nice double pass around the hairpin there.
1: Yeah, and then the fairy tale come on, And
0: then our chain snapped.
1: Yeah, yep. Unfortunately, we um, the, the tighter section of the track, it was inevitable. Happen at some stage. Obviously, there was a, a fault, but uh yeah, we we snapped the chain. I, I rolled around uh the next corner and and um then managed to.
0: Pull it into pull the it into um, we'll track a safe two area.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they the they sent out a crew member to come have a look at the cart and
0: Well, we were watching from the top of the hill up at the higher carts area and um we were copping it from a couple of the other carters that it all, you know, created especially cart <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> who, spoiler alert, they went on to win <laughs> yeah, the event. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, they had three carters with them, I believe. Yeah, they were. Yep,
2: all carters. Yep.
0: Um, they were very quick and they pretty much just were going to us. Oh, your bathurst is done, mate. <laughs> you might as well pack up. So at the start, when you rock up, you get given a little wristband. And if you go to the bar and order a drink, the first thing they do is cut your wristband off. Everyone was like, you might as well rip them off. Like, go to <laughs> the bar now. Yeah. Um, it was more heartbreaking to watch you get into the little golf cart. And then we're like, oh god! And so the carts just might as well just stay there. Yep. You look like you're like just you're like one of the Formula One drivers getting on the back of the little scooter, just like take me to the pits. <laughs> Helmet still on, visor down. You're like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Just <laughs> get me back to the pits so I can pack up, catch my flight, and go home to Monaco. <laughs>
2: um,
0: then you got out of the t- you got out of the cart. We well, well, got getting... out of the go the golf cart. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we were getting conflicting messages from the uh, from the radio, so one of them pushed the cart up. So our mates like, and then tow the cart up, and uh, it was all over the place. Anyway, they didn't. They actually had such a good turnout for this meeting that there was no they had spare, no spare carts. carts. Um, so so we watched you
0: push a go a broken go kart up a hill.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I ran back with the cart. Oh, mate kept telling me to get back in the car. I'm like, you're not pushing fast enough. <laughs> so I got <laughs> back out again. And you're not pushing. racing. <laughs> yeah.
0: we're, we're losing laps down. <laughs> All this talking about which way we're going. Um, so, yes. Um, in the end, you got the cart back to the pits. Nine okay. minutes later, we're back out on track. Ten laps down.
1: Yeah, Yeah. In Real last shame. place. Real shame. Sort of killed our event for us, but... We still had fun, I think. I th- we still I, I had th- fun. Enjoyed you
0: it. you went out and put in some good, consistent lap times. Yeah. Um, I g- ended up getting in the cart doing the middle stint. Um,
1: we put our uh, fastest we driver put our fastest in guy end.
0: in at the end. So once um I think I g- me pitted a bit early. I saw Nathan standing you on the side of the you track.
1: You were about forty. Forty-ish minutes. Yeah, yeah, somewhere close around I was there, minutes, but
0: yeah. I, you could you could see Nathan on the side of the track stand out like dog's balls. He's got his <laughs> high vis gloves on, his high vis boots, and his so, high vis yeah, helmet.
1: So Nathan, uh, a mate of ours, that he's actually, I would say, rate him as probably the best NT go cutter at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a high vis yellow, essentially get up. His boots are yellow, his gloves are yellow, his, his helmet's, helmet's yellow. yellow. So yeah, he's at, hard to miss. at yeah.
0: night you can see him. So I saw there put my finger up like boom yep i'll do one more lap and then i'm going to come in um pitted completely underestimated the braking or (laughs) overestimated the braking power of this cart um come in like yep pretty hot hit the (laughs) brake just kept sliding (laughs) just like well past you guys by a couple of meters
1: did you notice that i nearly did that to you yeah i I was like i'm not going to come in too fast i don't want to piss anyone off and then I still nearly overshot. I was like, oh, oh. Well, see,
0: I had a full clear pit lane.
1: Yeah, you did. <laughs> so
0: we we pitted good, like, because we got out. We didn't have anyone in. But yeah, overshot that. Nathan got in the cart. Was setting, like, really good lap time. I think oh, we all yeah. did a really good job. We were really consistent yeah, on our yeah, lap agreed. times. I think agreed. we only varied about a second.
1: Yeah, and that would be when we were passing people. Mm. So, no, it was, it was pretty impressive.
0: Um, unfortunately, we did finish... I think we finished fifteenth overall. Still ahead, I think, of all the media teams.
1: I think we were, maybe we were behind one, one. Um, but yeah, we we pretty much, yeah, we would have obliterated them. Obviously, we'd have lost
0: Hot One Hundred radio station, <laughs> destroyed them. The uh, fact that we even chatted to them, yeah. going, mate, you guys are doing all right. Just why are you pitting every ten minutes?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, they were only doing like eight laps since just oh, coming in. Keep going. Just the, the steering in the carts was quite heavy. It was. Um, how were your arms the next morning? Not too bad. I could definitely feel it though. Mm-hmm. I was so it's one of those things. It's been a long time since I've carted. I I did actually do a quick practice last year. Made a bit of a fool myself in a mate's go kart. Obviously lost a bit of the technique. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I remember I didn't do many laps, and I remember the next day I could still feel it through my rib cage and my core and that um, how much. It just it just takes they they pound you really they yeah. really really take it out of you. When I think I was on MG yellows too, which are the, the the stickiest compound tire that we use, and yeah, just that absolute grip from them it takes like literally. There's some points you can vouch for. You yeah. race a lot now, but there's some points of the track where well, literally you hit the bump wrong and it takes the breath out of you. It wins yeah. you. Um, I found with the higher carts, you definitely weren't. Your body wasn't No, your body
0: was pretty relaxed. It was just the arms. It was a few times going up the straight. You're doing, um, I'm saying doing these ones, but you just sort of hold on to the steering wheel using your thumbs and just stretch
1: your fingers out. I was giving my hands a bit of a shake every now and then because it was really all in your arms.
0: The thing I noticed, and you picked up on it too when I come in from the pits, was I need to get one of the visors like Nathan with a little
1: air hole in
0: there. I fogged up saying chronic. I was like, God, I can
1: barely see. I'm like, don't need
0: peripherals. Who cares? Just go forward.
1: Yeah. You had a lot of fog on you. Uh, mm. Did you notice it much when you were out there or not?
0: I did. But then I could sort of fluctuate it a little bit. Yeah. Um, And then I was, every time I went to go, maybe I'll crack the visor a little bit. The cart in front of me would go off on the track and start <laughs> flicking rocks up. <laughs> so I was like, God, I did crack it once. When I managed to get some clean air. makes a big difference. It does. And then I was going, God, maybe I could just unzip a little bit of my race suit as well. (laughs) Get the air flying around my chest just to, I mean, you can't do that in a proper meet, but you know, it was good. Well, there was
1: a lot of people out there and just shirts and. T-shirt and shorts. Yeah. Yeah, Okay.
0: You could tell who was cutting. Like I was a little worried at the start when we rocked up and there was a lot of people bringing their own helmets in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, it was I was surprised to see how many full go-karting teams there was. It was mm-hmm. actually really good. It's actually made us probably want to start pushing for a real... Well, we'll chat injury. to people at the yeah. track
0: going, maybe we need to start doing this. Yeah. So, fingers crossed, we'll um, we'll do that. But in the end, like I said, we finished 15th overall. Um, we did get an honourable mention at presentation, basically said kart four, which was us. Um, we did break a chain at the start. We went 10 laps down, but if we didn't go any laps down... The lap times and stuff that we we're putting in we would have put us on the lead lap. There was only one other car at the end of the night on the lead lap. Yeah. So um, we, probably so would, we would have either second. second or first, it would have been a good little yeah. battle. Yeah. So. Um, But yeah, like I said, thank you for DKA, DKH. You guys put on a really good event. The next one I think is on the 13th of September. It's a Friday night. Yep. So if you're in Darwin, you want to have fun, 250 bucks, get a couple of people together go go do it.
1: Yeah, can't recommend it high enough. Um I think we'll probably think about doing it as well, so. Yeah. Uh you might see us down there.
0: We should. All right, let's jump on to some news. Center of Gravity mate, it's back in the news. Is Parody Talk? I thought we'd done it. I thought, I thought it was over
2: as f- well. Yeah, I thought Parody
1: Talk was never going away, but but I did think the Center of Gravity talk was well and truly done.
0: So, this Center of Gravity is what they're doing is they're, the latest change means that the ZBs will remove 6.8 kilos of ballast from their roof line. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Mustangs are removing 9 kilos of ballast from the roof. But the roof is also, the roof and the composite parts very much above your head all being replaced back with steel roof beams, steel panel. So basically you're going, maybe we don't need the 20 odd kilos strapped to the roll cage above your head. Let's... Put the actual metal frame back in, or not frame, but metal roof. Any other things that we can put in, get a bit more weight up there. That's not lead clamped above your head. Yeah. Um, these were all come about using um CAD, so they've gone back yeah, in mapping, using the computer yeah. aid, uh, aid design, having a look to see where they can reduce this. Now the Nissan's are actually getting um a center of gravity lowered as well. Yeah. Currently they run. I do not know off the top of my head how much weight. But they run some lead, I believe, in the valley of the V8. Yeah. Um, because they run an aluminium block. Yeah. That's um, yep. The centre of gravity of the engines are different. Yep. So what this is allowing them to do is to remove that weight and put it in the sump of the car. And then that's why they can bring the 6.8 kilos off the, the Commodore, the 9 kilos off the Mustang. It all works out in the wash. So these will all be implemented by
1: Ipswich in a couple of weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if this will make the biggest change for the Nissan, being that the center of What's the first
0: w- time they've had a parity adjustment in their favor.
1: Yeah, because you think about it, the, the taking the weight from the center of the car from the top obviously is like oh maybe not maybe because the the Mustangs is quite high and so is the so is the Commodore like it's on the roll bars above their heads so it's the highest but point of the car. The Nissans is
0: the furthest the point out. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the only one that they're removing weight from the front end. But, I mean, they're still staying at the front. Yeah, it's yeah. Just gonna it's just going to be lower. Yeah, exactly. So, it would be interesting to see. Um, supercars were much more open with this. This come out the next day after Townsville. They're like, boom. Leading article for Monday morning. COG changes. Um do you I think this is a bit too
1: much of a backlash from this one either? It seems to be okay, everyone seems to be liking it. The team seems ah, there's to be other things
0: it. people are whinging about at the moment, they don't yeah. need to worry about. You know, we've got drivers to annoy at the moment, let's not worry about the cars. <laughs> yeah, but do you think this is they've done it like this because of the backlash over the aero changes that they didn't
1: really tell anyone? I agree, yeah, definitely. I think it was poorly handled with the aero changes. I understand why they were trying to just. Slide them under the radar with how much of a backlash they got the first time by adding weight to the to the Mustang because it was them I think the problem with the first time you start changing things is you're admitting there's a problem with the category and mm-hmm. we've we've sort of screwed something up with the parody here that was probably more to do with than the actual weight getting added to cars. It was more to do with you know people were either angry that they'd let it slip or angry that. It has been proved had okay pro- to be run, and then you're telling them that they have to change it mid-season. Yeah. So.
0: Do we need this, though? We just had probably the best race of the season, or the best weekend of the season.
1: I think it's an... Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, I see what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying, but I think it's been a bit of an outlier. I don't think you can really count that race too much.
2: Uh,
0: well, I mean, we're going to be there. I'll be at Ipswich next round, so I'll let you know how the cars go. Um, let's jump into, uh, this is a little bit more rumor mill. All right. So it's not, not news, but well, it is kind of news. DJR team Pensky or DJRTP have signed fabs and Scotty on until the end of 2020. So no USA for Scotty.
1: This is correct. Do you think this is in stone?
0: Well, from, I was doing I'd a say bit, so, I, yeah, this is in hard. stone.
1: It'd be hard to get a, a seat in that car. Straight now, away
0: the way Penske operates is kind of like not very many of his drivers move around. Yeah. Like he's employed Scotty to drive a supercar. Yeah. Why would Penske go, yeah, no worries. Leave supercars, come drive NASCAR.
1: Well, it's true. And he's dominating it. Oh it, yeah. You, you're correct there. Like he is absolutely smashing supercars. He'd Penske'd be making money out of this right now. Yeah. So it's you, you're a hundred percent hit the nail on like the head there.
0: Roger is a businessman. And he's employing the best people to do the best job. Why would you go and take the guy that's absolutely dominating supercars and let him go be a rookie in another season? That is probably only going to cost him money. Scotty's got the pull power in supercars to attract sponsors and stuff like that. He's nothing in the US. No offense to him or anything, but...
1: Yeah, well, look, when Ambrose went over, you know, I think he was a two-time champion. He was. Yeah, and... uh, He
0: won two years and then he come third the next year and then he left.
1: And I don't think he had much uh, power over there, i.e. Uh, not much media chasing him, and et cetera, et cetera.
0: There was the excitement at the start. You've got an Aussie coming over, right? And he was, like, the most successful Australian to go race NASCAR. Yeah. So nothing, you know, Scotty could do it. But I just don't know if Roger's going to be so, yeah, no worries, go
2: do it. Mm.
1: Yeah, it is interesting. I, I kind of wondered whether it was the whole what we've talked about many times and you... You're a big pusher of it, Scotty wants to win Bathurst, mm-hmm. and he hasn't nailed that down, so will he just sign another year contract, and then, after this year's Bathurst, which they'll if well if if Lowndes and Win Cup don't win, I'd say Scotty will probably Scotty win and,
2: Perca- uh, Percat- look,
1: and you've got to have a look at Reynolds too you can't you can't take anything away oh, from Reynolds the
0: way the racing setting getting at the moment after this weekend, forgot about the domination. Like, the six wins in a row, they're done now. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Do you reckon he's going to get another
1: run? Another run of m- another w- multiple wins. Yeah. Like, yep. another six victories? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. even look at Sunday. How how far, you know, we're not covering the race yet, but yeah. how far back was he in to come back to midfield? Mm. That is pretty impressive. That shows his pace. Like,
0: Yeah. I mean, he uh, is in the fastest. I career. don't
1: know if he's going to be... Have like equal six again, um, but yeah, I do. I do think it's going to be still a very dominant year from Scotty. I think you know we're nearly at three hundred points in championship lead. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't be surprised by the end of the year if it's sort of four hundred, four fifty. Yeah,
0: if I wouldn't be if he wins Bathurst this year, all right? I wouldn't be surprised if we have a press conference Adelaide mor- like Thursday morning of Adelaide. Of Scotty doing what Ambrose did and announced that this will be his last season. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. another bit of news to come out was Triple Eight have announced that both Holden and Red Bull have signed on until the end of 2020 or 2021. Yeah. You really should double check this. But both Wincup and Shane Van Gisbergen are confirmed to stay at the team as well. So this is really leaving nowhere for Chaz to go.
1: Chaz is running out of seats. The music's been turned off. Everyone's starting to sit down already. Like, we're so early in this season for it to all be locked down. I understand why the teams want to do it for stability reasons. But, yeah, poor Chaz. He's looking like Daniel Ricciardo last year, isn't he? I'm putting he's him to have to go down. where the money is. I'm putting him down to 50-50. 50-50 stay. 50-50 stay at Tickford. Yeah, well, that's what I was starting to lean towards as well.
0: Because I'm thinking, like, yeah, all right, go to Walkinshaw. But I'm like, oh, I, I just don't. I
1: I just feel that team are not there for him at the moment. No, I feel like that team is very much putting all its eggs in the Waters basket and not in Chaz's basket, and which is a real shame because I think Chaz is definitely the in. Well, you know, right in if you disagree with me, but I definitely feel like Chaz is the star child still in that team. He is. He's the one that's. It, you know, he could be. You give him a car equal to Scotty's or Jamie's. He's. He's definitely always up the front. He does make a few mistakes, but you got to think he's in a slower car pushing forward.
0: He's one that battles hard for it. Hmm. Like, the mistakes he makes are pretty much when he's fighting.
1: Yeah, I agree. He so is good is, to see. He's not had an easy um, uh, road to success here. So, um, fingers crossed he can find a competitive seat for next year. What's
0: your thoughts on Simona being tipped in the running to be in one of the Tickford cars, should Holsworth or Mostert leave?
2: Uh,
1: it's Do you it's feel like this could be dangerous like a free area to her? talk about? Yes, it's a very dangerous area to talk about because um, you know you don't want to be too politically correct. But she, oh, you have not listened to a show we mentioned <laughs> Iron, <either> <laughs> but she's really struggled. Yeah, um, and it is hard for me to sit back and say let's keep throwing sponsorship at her for quality reasons, which I understand why it's happening. We, we've got to publicize it. Uh, you know, like I, I is understand there a f- that. Is there
0: an Australian female driver that should have her drive instead? Should be putting money behind an Aussie girl?
1: At the moment, not in Super Twos or Porsche or any of those mm-hmm. categories. This is the problem. Um, we need the sponsorship that's coming through now to pump into Simona to keep her on the field. We need that to probably go back into some grassroots supporting girls coming up through the development series racing, so that you know make it an equality start from the bottom don't yeah we can't don't just one and try and, in the top yeah don't I just do try and fix it i understand why they do it in supercars because that's the public image yeah and that's why they do it but you got to feed you've got to have a feeder area mm. and you, you can't just ignore that because we've had in the last two or three years we've had two or three girls that have been doing really good jobs in feeder series for supercars that have all dropped out because they do not have the funding to run in these series. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to be grooming a next, the next female supercar driver, that's where you got to look. Yeah. Like you've got to look back there. You can't, you know, obviously with Simona, her pedigree is not tin tops.
0: No, it was open top. And like we've, it's proven that people that come from inter interstate, People that come from international drivers that they struggle in these supercars.
1: Yeah, rarely do uh, does an international driver come in and, and suit a supercar. Very rarely it does happen, mm-hmm. but it's rare. Yeah, um, true. so you know we need to start grooming that lower categories, uh, and and, and having the equality down there, and it will just naturally then it will just naturally feed itself into supercars.
2: Yeah, no, I, I I agree don't pretty much.
1: I don't agree with Supercars putting funding behind Simona to keep her in the field for next year and then giving her a a really good seat when she can't match the people that are in her team already.
0: No. If she was up always fighting, say, next to Rick Kelly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, boom. Then she deserves... Even if she was
1: fighting Rick Kelly, say, 30% of the time. She did finish in the top 10. Yeah. How many times this year? But
0: Well, it's the first top 10 since Newcastle uh, last year, year before.
1: Yeah. So that's not good enough. Mm. Yeah. You've got Hein Gardner and Rick qualifying top fives. Yeah. So it's, it's just not good enough, unfortunately. All right. Nothing against Simona, but yeah.
0: Super twos. That's one thing I noticed. Um, Actually, when I was editing the episode last week, I was like, we didn't pick super twos. I know. But then it would have been a fight over for Bryce and we all would have got points. So let's just ignore that.
1: Yes. But what another great weekend for him. They, no standout qualifying session. Like, he did a good job. He,
0: yeah, he did all right. He's, I feel like one lap pace for him is not his forte. Oh,
1: it's just been so close this year. It
0: has. It's, it's been someone different nearly every time. It's not someone you dominating. You look at
1: Adelaide. I think he lost out by, like, thousands of a second. And yeah, then in this Mason one, the top Barbera, three were, that was like... random. Yeah, and then this year... Sorry, this year. Um... This race, you know, like the Sunday qualifying was very l- small gaps as well. So mm-hmm. th- like, it's just showing that the, the field is very close and qualifying. He's
0: been like the last man standing too.
1: like, he, he's ch- not making, he's not mistakes. making the
0: mistakes. Yeah. He's the championship people that he's fighting with, um, ignoring the fact that Brody Kosteki stepped out of the car. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, it's. I would have liked to see him fight with Brody. Cause I think Brody was the biggest competitor that I was really worried about.
1: I agree. I think Brody was for my list for this year's championship that he was the one I was thought because you, you got some of the others like Zane and that are teammates. Mm. So the team will step in if they're going to start like they will let them battle and stuff like that. But if, if Zane's taking Bryce out of races and whatnot, the team will step in and, and stop stay, it. But, on. I thought the racing was going to be really good for the whole year between him and uh, and Brody. Well, Ash
2: Walsh
0: made a good run for it in Perth, but then he had a bad luck in both the races here. So at Saturday's race, he got taken out of Saturday's race and then spun around on Sunday by um, uh, Ruggier.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Ruggier got the 15-second penalty for that. It was just the lightest tap on coming on the straight, but enough to send him spinning and then have like three Equison cars come around the corner straight at you. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit full on. Um,
1: it was a bit sad to see actually. And I can't remember with. Who, I think it was the Sunday race. Yeah, it was, um, Bryce's old car getting pretty well smashed up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Matt charter, it's smashing the wall pretty hard and and, uh, and doing all nearly every panel on the car. I hope I hope Kelly keeps those photos she took
2: in
0: Adelaide.
1: <laughs> yeah, there'll that's, be definitely some close inspections of that car when it comes back. That's that. the straightest that <laughs>
0: car's ever going <laughs> yeah. um, to
1: look. Yeah. the panel shop again. Yeah.
0: Thomas Randall, I think, he had, a, he had a baptism of fire this weekend, didn't he? He needs to work on his safety car restarts.
1: Yeah. That's it. Uh, unfortunately, he had a bit of, you know, he, he had a really good race. He just bent a couple of rules and, unfortunately, unfortunately and one of a the when he a couple penalties. leaving lead leading the race. Yeah. Well, um, he ended up winning the race in the lead.
0: Yeah. But and then he copped two 25-second penalties. Dropped him to 13. And then he copped another one on the Sunday.
1: What did he cop on Sunday? Sunday,
0: he, he got the overlap, I think, on uh-huh. Brenton, not Brenton, Grove. One of the cars, I can't remember exactly which car, but he got an overlap before the final corner. You're only allowed overlap once you're past the apex of the final corner.
1: And green flags. Yeah.
0: And so he just went boom, straight up the inside and didn't pass, but he had massive overlap. And you're just not allowed to do that. Yeah. But that second restart that this happened, um, like it was really messy. Yeah.
2: Yeah
1: unfortunately the rain and whatnot over the weekend it's it's sort of made the whole weekend a bit of a messy weekend in general wasn't it mm. like he, it wasn't predictable with what was going on and stuff like that it really sort of turned the racing on its head uh there was a lot more incidents as well so yeah. we had more safety car sessions as well which was um not great
0: tim blanchard was back on the grid and did a
1: really good job yeah wasn't he Proving that he can mix it with all the youngsters still. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, you're like, oh, mate, you've
0: been racing supercars, like, full-time supercars for the past s- several years. I yeah, don't
1: know exactly. four or five years, yeah.
0: And then jumps straight in the Super 2s, and he's, like, right at the front. I mean, yeah. he must have enjoyed it. It was always fun running at the front.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. He had a really strong showing, which um, has been good because he's getting good seat time yeah, before the Because he's Yeah, he is
0: driving with Macca in yep. the 21. Um Bryce threw it up the inside on the restart. He did, yes. He's um, pretty aggressive. <laughs> gotta make it, mate. Like Tim was the only one out there that wasn't in the championship. You don't want the you don't want to sit there going, I'm not really fighting him. He's not in the championship and he's taking like f- twenty five points of yours or something away.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand.
0: Um, so Tim ended up finishing third. I think he got second overall for the weekend, the second or third. But he was yeah. in his podium. It was the first podium he's had since Adelaide 2011.
1: Wow. So was that in Super 2s in 2011?
0: I believe so, yeah. I was about to say. He didn't get one uh, in Super main <laughs> um, But, you know, good effort. A long time between drinks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's good to see him out there. Um, and, yeah, like we said. That car looks amazing.
0: It too. does look good. Hey? <laughs> That's I'm a good living. Like, but it, it kind of reminded me of... um. I've looked, you know, I looked a bit online. I like, you know, my go kart's got a bit sticker damage. It's I bought it second hand. It had some rubbing marks and stuff on there, and I've rubbed against other karts because rubbing's racing. Yeah. Um, but then you look online and you can see, oh, you can get like a Mercedes livery, or you can get a Ferrari livery, yeah. or a Red Bull Red livery. Bull. It's kind of like Tim has gone. I would like the Mercedes livery on my car. Boom, rock up down at the track, and everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh,
1: you've just, you know." Oh, look at Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, over yeah, here.
0: exactly. <laughs> like, and he's racing number seventy-seven, like Bottas. It's like, it's like he's just gone. Yep, fine. Did and he like,
2: have
1: what number did he race in supercars?
0: Seven. Uh, he raced twenty-one in supercars. No, no like the last when
1: he was seventy-seven. Did,
0: well, uh, was seventy? I thought he did forty-four. Nah, 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 nah. At least he knows his. He knows his place.
1: You're
2: <laughs> he's,
0: he's, he's not fast enough to put 44 on the car. <laughs> I think Petronas would have been like,
1: no. Yeah. Like, we've called Toto. Toto said Toto no. Toto said no. <laughs> Toto
0: said you can run Bottas. Mm-hmm. Go nuts for Bottas. You can either run 31. if You can be Ocon. <laughs> like, <laughs> on. Um, anyway, let's jump on to the actual supercars.
1: All right. Dig in, mate. Dig in.
0: Qualifying was... um. Really different this week.
1: What do you mean, Scotty McLaughlin? Scotty didn't McLaughlin top didn't, every didn't,
0: didn't look. Look at this. I've just brought up the event results of the Wet Pack Townsville Four Hundred Practice One: Cameron Waters. Practice Two: Lee Holsworth. Practice Three: Fabian Coulthard. Pra- qualifying: Davy Reynolds. Race Seventeen: Scott McLaughlin.
1: <laughs> Why does Fabian Coulthard not have a number? Because he's
0: racing number three,
1: three, three. They couldn't get anyone on that.
0: <laughs> you couldn't fit it. <laughs> This is something um, I was going to talk about. I wasn't actually going to talk about, but the supercars have finally upgraded the Todd Hazelwood's team. It now says unit racing instead ah, yes, of being great. big mate. So if yep. we go here and it says unit racing as under Todd Hazelwood's name, where it all lasts oh, up until... You know, Thursday, it had said Big Mate Racing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Do Who do you think controls that? Do you reckon the team have to submit it and go, this is what we call?
1: Oh, look, I'm sure Supercars control it, um, but I'm sure the teams have their own marketing managers and many people in marketing that are uh, are controlling, i.e. prompting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Supercars, uh, make sure this is changed. We have different sponsors this weekend. So it's, it's definitely something that's slid under the radar for a long time for them.
0: Well, I noticed on the Saturday race, the per tech, per tech, the Penrite cars weren't camo in the little starting to the grid. Yeah, I did notice that. But on Sunday they were.
1: Yeah, that, that, that was actually something that made me think about the whole Todd thing as well. And like how quickly were Erebus on that? Yeah, yeah. But I...
0: Oh, no, Todd's car's actually been all right. Like, it hasn't, it's never popped up as the big mate car, yeah. but it still said big mate racing. Yeah. Anyway. um, Yeah, so you, this weekend was a bit all mixed up. It was a wild card weekend, as they kept saying. <laughs> it was a really good result for Davy Reynolds to get pole position
1: on the Saturday. It was. It's, um, the whole weekend qualifying wise was pretty cool. Like. The top ten shootout, everything was actually really good to watch.
0: It was really we watched the top ten shootout actually from the track.
1: Yeah, we watched our go karts. Um and it was kinda like
0: (laughs) you were there going, Oh come on, borders, you're not really gonna get pole position.
1: Yeah. And then I didn't I couldn't believe it. Yeah. To be honest.
0: Scotty was down in the first sector. I actually think that's where he lost his
1: time. Yeah, I actually did miss the first sector of his, and I come back over for the next one and went purple. I went, ah, oh, he's got this. And you're like, no, nah. he's a long way down the first sector. And I'm like, oh, no. And then you <laughs> come, ac- come across the line, like, not too far off pole position,
0: but still in second. Um, So, but this really mixed it up. Like, so, yeah, Davy Reynolds, Chaz Mostert, Scott McLaughlin, Shane Van Gisbergen, Will Davison, Jamie Wincup, Lee Holsworth, Hind Gardner up there in the Nissan, and Cameron Waters and Frosty rounded out the top ten on the Sunday. The race on Saturday was um, it was exciting. Saturday's race was very exciting. It was um, Red Bull did a really aggressive strategy with Win Cup.
1: They did, you bastard! (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) get my point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Someone got a point again. It was actually a really cool race. It was a bit of a shame um, because the race at. This whole weekend, actually, you can see that we all, uh, between Mitch, yourself, and I, we we, we all chose oh, really, really well. We
0: picked Scott McLaughlin. No, we didn't. We picked Chaz Mostert, Davey Reynolds, and Jamie Wincup. Gee, I wonder why we we're all at the front end. Hey, no one picked Shane, and he won a race. <laughs> I did think that. I was like, why didn't I go Shane? I was like, it doesn't matter. I still got a point. But then I see like matter, it, it should be sex. like if if your uh, driver you, no, if you uh, pick a driver uh, yeah. that actual wins outright should, should almost get, get two like points. two points yeah don't yeah, it's, tell Mitch that because he should get two for the Max Verstappen from last week ah uh, yeah that's
1: that's a good point uh, we'll just keep it the way it we'll is, keep it the way it is. <laughs> but I did that did cross my mind yeah yeah I I did think about the whole Formula One and going to Formula 1.5 instead of Formula 1.2 or something. Yeah. Formula 1.1. 1. 1. Formula 1.01. 01. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because it, at the moment, we really only choose between Ferrari and <laughs> Red Bull, and Red Bull don't really. Do yeah, well. I know. Ju- we might as well just be choosing Mercedes. <laughs> Flip coins. It's kind of like, do we bother with Formula 1 anymore? <laughs> yeah. Especially because you look at... We're way off topic. Doesn't Nothing matter. unusual. Um like Formula 1.5 is becoming pretty well dominated by, by McLaren. McLaren are doing a really good job. I know. Job.
0: Daniel Ricciardo actually came out today and said Renault needs to try and target McLaren. That's oh, their competition. I hope they do.
1: Yeah. I, to be honest, it's a bit of a letdown this year that a customer team is smashing them. Mm. Um, and the, yeah, I understand they're still in building progress. Isn't like it funny process. that
0: like, McLaren ditched Honda? Went to Renault. Renault's uh, Honda's gone to Red Bull and both of them are doing well.
1: Yeah, it's like one of those bad relationships. I know, they right? broke you up with each other, they're all bitter at each other, but they're both good people. They're both good people. They're both happier th- with the other people yeah, they're with yeah. now. They're <laughs> happier apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. They um they had their problems mm-hmm. and, and, and they're better off seeing other people. Definitely. They're
0: seeing other people. That's that's definitely true. <laughs> Honda got
1: sure. their first win for a very, very long time talked about this last week we should be talking about
0: scott mclaughlin's win wow. on sad day well, yeah, well, d-
1: no, let's talk d- about the fact that mitch looked like he was on for a point mitch <laughs> did mitch like paul was, reynolds yeah had a shocking weekend like he had an absolutely cracking weekend but just a really bad one i <laughs> so know like where the did pace fit? was there six on the Saturday. now yeah. What let's is your this. thoughts? Yeah, let's, let's, let's explain the whole situation so okay, people you, understand you, you can explain. Well, so, Davey Reynolds is actually looking like he was on for a win here. Mm-hmm. Um, he come in for his pit stop. They had a wheel gun nut issue with the left-hand rear tyre. Uh, it looked like it cross-threaded. They had to change the nut in the new tyre. It took a bit longer than, I would say, some of the other teams. They still got done quite quickly. I think he... Took an extra six like six seconds, s- extra six seconds to get the wheel back on it, and, and change they weren't it.
0: taking fuel.
1: Yeah, so then that's what really hurt them—the fact that it wasn't covered by any fuel. Barry Ryan, one of the, well, he's now actually we we should mention as well. He's, he's an owner. He
0: bought half half of, of, of Anton's, like the wreck license, license for ninety nine.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that that there in itself, um, he's he's quite. He's major part of the team. He's, he's, he's invested he's a in the stakeholder. team. stakeholder. Yeah. Anyway, he was pretty passionate. Obviously, Barry Ryan's the, the engineer for David Reynolds' car, and he is also one of the head engineers for s- the the Erebus team mm-hmm. or Penrut Racing team. Uh, and when they come around to give him an interview to ask what had happened, you know, the, the TV crews are obviously looking for a bit of goss, and they're also looking to find out whether there was a mechanical issue, i.e. gun... You know, something went wrong with the wheel nut. The wheel nuts are fatigued, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he pretty much threw the team under the bus there. Oh, well, mate, not the team. Sorry, I
0: think there's might be someone to be could be looking for a new job. Oh, but yeah, I don't definitely. think he's going to fire him over that because I think he'll cop.
1: It's not going to come out publicly that he fired that guy. No, I, I think, if anything, that person might be moved sideways because a lot of time these people have other jobs in the team. They're not, like, it's not like you're a pit crew. No, yeah, no yeah, that, that guy there is a, a composites person mm, that is... You're a
0: truck driver. <laughs>
1: ...that is um, trained and done. has to do fitness every week. So truck that drivers always
0: enough. do the fuel anyway because well, they need big heavy. guys.
1: Yeah, you need big guys to push those springs in on those, um, the cup links, but... Um, anyway, he he gave him a bit of a spray and said, basically, we've brought all new equipment because we've had previous t- um, problems this year. All the wheel nuts are brand new, guns are brand new, wheels are brand new. Everything's all brand new to stop this happening, and it's still happening. Mm. And Maybe he's like the last more thing we can or do. Yeah. Well, he said we've done more training. The last thing we can do is start changing out the people. Yeah. And he said it a lot more aggressively than that.
0: He said it at the heat of the moment and he is copping it online.
1: He is absolutely being torn to shreds, especially because when Davey Reynolds got out of the car, Davey basically took it on the chin, squared up to the camera and said, you know, we win as a team, we lose as a team. You know, we didn't win today and we'll learn and come back better. Um, which is probably what Barry Ryan should should've have said. said. <laughs>
0: Barry Ryan should have said, "I oh, look, I got to we got to investigate it. Yes this has happened but you
1: know. Yeah, yep. could have you always cover the crew, don't you? You go it could have been a faulty part. Even if it wasn't, you bring the crew in later and you go, "Look mate, I don't think you're cutting it. Mm. We're going to try someone else in your spot. Sorry, but it's you know, we can't take the risk of this continuing happening. Yeah, you know, we've got big races coming up, etcetera, etcetera, etcetera. Um yeah, he could have handled a lot better. Obviously, he was pretty passionate at the moment and and he he one of the things with Erebus actually is really nice too, and to Barry's um, testament. They're very honest. Mm-hmm. Both their drivers are very honest and its crew is pretty honest. You ask them a question, they give you an answer. They're um, It's not probably like some of the more commercial teams where they're, you know. Here's the this, team line. Yeah, yeah go exactly. Play to this go screen. ask Roland what he wants you to say and yeah. then you can go say it. Or go talk to Dr. Ryan's story. And ask him what he wants you to say, and then you can say it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll get fired. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they've they've got a bit more freedom in in that team.
0: No, it was good. Oh, I mean, I understand. Like it, it is good. They've got the freedom, but yeah, I think Dave uh, Davey did sum it up nicely.
1: I think I fact, think Davey did exactly the right thing. He did the right thing.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, Saturdays, but that killed his race. It, I did kill it, his it race. It dropped him down five positions. He finished sixth. Yeah. Um, behind both Shell cars, both Red Bull cars, and Chaz Mostert.
1: And then I was coming at, or I was, Chaz was coming at Jamie in a great rate of knots, but Jamie did a really good job to hold him off. Yeah. Um, and
0: I think Chaz's tyres sort of went off at the end because he finished three seconds behind him.
1: I think just following, I think like we were talking to Todd's family about following with these tyres, they don't like just, it, yep. they overheat. He caught Jamie at probably nearly a second a lap. And then when he got to Jamie, Jamie just drove a sort of. Semi defensive sort of race for maybe only, I reckon, two laps. Yeah. And I think that was enough. You got to think, Jamie pitted his
0: last pit stop was on lap between lap 29 and 31. Yeah. Half over halfway, less than halfway through the race. Yeah. Yeah. So lap 35 was halfway and he pitted before that. So he had to do, you know, 35 laps on those set of tyres. Yeah. That's a
1: long stint.
0: Yeah, yeah. He obviously was doing this to undercut because when he dropped in, he started sixth.
1: It was super aggressive. It was super aggressive, and th- they did call it like, "Oh, he's trying to beat McLaughlin." I don't think at any he stage he wasn't. He, he to was beat trying
0: McLaughlin. to get the second.
1: He was trying trying to get something obtainable, which was second, um, and and they did a great job. a Good job. effort.
0: I think the Red Bull Holden Racing Team this weekend did a pretty good job recovering, especially after how bad they went. In yeah, I still valley.
1: don't think the cars are as fast as I think they're getting a better race car, but they're not getting a qualifying. They can't get the qualifying. Shane setup. said
0: on Sunday, he's like, "We did not have the quickest car out there." Yeah, you yep. see, he played that down to strategy from the team. Is like they did, they deserve this. Yeah, he's like, "All I did was drive the thing." Yep, yep. Um, so Scott McLaughlin ended up coming away with a win on Sunday. Uh, Saturday, sorry. Saturday, yeah. Um, Ch- uh, Jamie Wincup second, Chaz Mostert third. Let's jump on to. The Sunday race, we're running, by the time we finish covering this, we'll be good. Now, the Sunday race. It was raining. First time we've had a wet race. Well, super fat super race. Um, first time we had a wet race at Townsville in 11 years. We've never had a wet race there before.
1: Yeah, pretty impressive to see how well the teams actually did there. Erebus
0: yeah. did not run in the wet on Friday when it was raining.
1: Yeah, that was a questionable call, wasn't it? I think they had they obviously trying to look after the number of wets they had. And they also said we don't think it's going to rain on Sunday. Yeah, and th- I did hear Davy Reynolds say that, and I was
2: mm, maybe I it should. No,
0: I'm pretty sure I was texting everyone in our group on Friday morning going, hey, "Look at this, it's raining questionable,
1: Friday. Yes, Sunday. Yep, I agree. I agree.
0: Shane van Gisbergen did a run on um Friday in the wet on slicks.
1: Yeah, um. That was to save tires. Yeah, it was. It was interesting to see a few people out there on slicks, trying to find the crossover point for the wets. Mm. Um, you know, obviously you got to do that at the end of the session. In the was it the second practice that rained? First, I can't remember. Uh, no, the practice uh, yeah. that rained on the Friday. Essentially, um, there was a few teams that actually went out on slicks at the end, trying to find the crossover point. And it was well, it was close. It's than one of those thought.
0: things that you got You don't. No one's got data on it. No yep. one knows what. No the one knows
1: at. where the water's going to pull. If there's going to be any weird areas where it runs off the grass back onto the track, mm. you've got to get out there and get that stuff.
0: Now we did touch a little bit on that. Cam Waters did get pole position over Scott McLaughlin. Um, Shane Van Gisbergen started third, and the big, really good outcome from here was Todd Hazelwood got fourth.
1: Todd had a massive. Um Exciting qualifying, didn't he? He did. Top ten shootout again, second one this year. He's I
0: think he he qualified third for the yeah. shootout. Yeah, yeah. And then he qualified fourth for starting for the race, so he's starting behind Scott McLaughlin. <laughs>
1: yeah, he had on a the second stellar, row stellar effort for qualifying for them. They were actually doing such a good job. I think Red Bull might need to take a walk down pit lane. Um, because they're starting to really work that car out. They've not quite got the race pace of Red Bull themselves and the strategy of Red Bull, mm. but they also don't have the crew of Red Bull, et cetera, et cetera, and the, the resources. But, yeah, they're really starting to work that car out well.
0: Now, should we, shall we talk about the incident?
1: Which incident? The uh, fireball incident? The one where or Mostert
0: just, not, not Mostert, was it? Waters just took off. No, um, the Shane Van Gisbergen and Scott McLaughlin. Oh, well, I'm all over the show. Today. <laughs> the Davy, Davy Reynolds. Reynolds, Scott yeah. McLaughlin incident, turn one. Oh,
1: turn yeah, run down to turn one. Well it's, technically it's is it's is, is it turn one? Nah, they classed that as turn one. And yeah, then that's so turn it was technically two. turn one then. Oh that yeah, that was. It was right at the kink. Yeah. It was it was the, it actually happened at turn one. Yes. <laughs> and then they
0: Davy didn't take turn two. No. No. Neither um,
1: did Broken Scott. steering. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, well, we had obviously an incident in in the start of the race. It was moist. It was full on. (laughs) Yes, it was moist and wanting. Yes. um. (laughs) Anyway. Wanted some excitement that (laughs) race and it got it. Yeah, it was excited, very excited. And uh, Scotty, well, the the start was all over the place. Scotty um, sort of went over for a bit of a defensive line. Following water's got a blind. Water's got a great start, <laughs> he just mate. Like legged it.
0: I don't know how he got that start, starting on slicks.
1: Yeah, he did a really good job. Uh, and then Reynolds sort of went to poke his head down the inside, and Scotty sort of squished him up near the wall. Uh, now, how do you call it? Because there was a there was a fair amount of contact. They, there was a
0: bit of contact. Um, there was a lot of contact.
1: What's actually. your views? Do you see? So what ended up happening is. They made left front contact on right uh, rear. onto the, the right rear. So, left front of uh, Reynolds onto the right mm-hmm. rear of McLaughlin. Uh, broke the steering and upright out of Reynolds' car. He ended up going, I, no, think, I
0: think it was just the steering arm that broke Steering on arm, it. was it? Yep. Yeah.
1: So, it ended up four laps down or something mm-hmm. by the time
0: they changed the steering arm. Scott McLaughlin got a punctured right rear.
1: Yeah, and, t- and pushed the tyre off the rim. Um, he had to do a whole lap to get back to the pits. He ended up a lap down by the time they went through all that sort of... No, nah,
0: he got a lap down when they took fuel. Yeah. and okay. the safety car came out
1: and he but got... But he was all the him. way back. But yeah. he was right at the very it was, back. It was a minute. He was a minute, minute and
0: three seconds off the pace. And yeah. They were doing 114s or something.
1: Yeah, so he's nearly a lap behind.
0: Um, now, I think the move was on. Now, yep. I'm going to state that. The move was on. It was not a very big gap. And I think Davy probably could have. I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and go put it closer to the wall. It <laughs> was a bit more to the wall, but I mean, they're on cold tires, start of the race, wet track. Yeah, everyone's a pioneer out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: Davy's going for it because he's like, well, like everyone can be like, oh, Davy's in the championship hunt. And he was third. Scott McLaughlin's got this championship in the bag. Yeah, yeah. So it's his to lose, yeah. and I think that's what. Um, he's probably gonna find out this this the rest of the year. I think everyone is probably gonna go, Well, if the position is if the gap is there, why not go for it and then make him Yeah, you make know, him he's gonna it. make the decision. Are we gonna make contact? Or am I gonna let you to go and, you know, not risk putting it in the wall or binning it?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. That's it's very well, put, because it, it is something everyone's going to be putting the question on Scotty, whether he's going to back out, not the other way around. Yeah, because, like, what, if, you know... No one else can win this championship, Scotty no. can lose it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Fabs is there, like,
0: nah, do it. Throw it up the inside. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, realistically, Fabs is probably the only one that has can challenge Scotty now. Mm-hmm. Um, Reynolds is probably, let's be honest... A Reynolds dropped to fourth or fifth,
0: away. I think.
1: After this weekend. Yeah,
0: 'cause That's he sad. Um
1: Waters obviously did a good job and
0: Waters did all right. Fabian's still in thing. I think Shane Van Gisbergen moved up to third. Yeah. Um so it's yeah, it's it's Kiwis one, two, three, and then I think Mostert Um Reynolds win cup. I mean I could check, it's on the internet right in front of me, but I'm just trying to off the old noggin. <laughs> Yeah. What are your thoughts? Was the the move was on?
1: Uh, look, you got to go for it, don't you?
0: You have to. Like what
2: Reynolds, what Reynolds said sums it up afterwards
0: well. at the end of the race was like, if we don't go for the move, then we're just following each other around and it's boring and we're not racing.
1: Yeah. At this caliber of racing, I expect you to go for it. Yeah. I expect you probably not to write your cars off at the same time, but you know, it was a racing incident. I don't blame him for going for the move. I don't blame Scotty for squishing him a little bit, too. You know, it's just one of those things. In the wet, it happens. It it happens.
0: Now, this was a fantastic race, actually, to watch because there was so much passing. There was so much cars just sliding off and just not making the turn. (laughs) Every driver, like Jimmy Jimmy Golding, James Golding, up 13 positions, started 20th, finished 7th. He said it was the most fun race he's had in years.
1: It must be the best result for them in, like, a couple of years, too. <laughs> That's absolutely the crazy. Both,
0: both GRM cars. Golding, seventh. Yeah. Michael Caruso, ninth.
1: There you go.
0: Up 15 and 13 spots. Chaz Mostert, actually, up 11 spots into fifth. He was a man on a mission. I thought you were on for a point throughout this race. Yeah. Unfortunately, he, he still had to do this extra stop at the end. Yeah. This is the this is the first time in a long time that I remember watching a race and so many people not getting all the fuel in James Courtney had to do three stops to get the fuel in. I'm don't quote me, but I think it was Jack LeBrock. It was a a back market car that had to take a hundred mil.
1: Yeah. Crazy, isn't it?
0: They should have done a BJR and
1: just dropped it. Oops. Yeah. (laughs) Just dragged it down the side of the, drained it down the side of the car. (laughs)
0: when James Courtney got told that he had to do one more pit stop, he blew up on the radio.
1: Yeah, I missed that, actually. And Scott McLaughlin
0: also blew up on the radio because, see, he took 100 litres in one stop. Then the the safety car came out and he got put behind Fabian. So he came out a lap behind because he took so much fuel. And the idea was let him go and he will unlap himself. He had slicks on. He couldn't. Couldn't get the grip in the tyres or the heat in the tyres. Got passed by Mo- uh, Waters because Waters was Waters and Chaz Mossett were the best drivers in the wet.
1: They were pushing hard this whole weekend, to be honest. Both of them were doing really well. Mm. Um, really strong weekend, especially because Chaz actually, on Friday, they had car problems again. Yeah, I know. So,
0: Anton did a really good job, too. He actually led for like 20 odd laps of this race. Unfortunately, he was a bit short on fuel towards the end and had to pit, but come back to fourth.
1: Yeah, he's really starting to become strong as well, isn't he? For mm-hmm. thinking that this is his second year, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um.
0: Other notable ones, Scotty did climb back from basically last to 11th. He was a bit beneficial. He crossed the line um, 12th, but Tim Slade copped a penalty for turning Simona around. <laughs> Did you see that no, one? No, I didn't. So it's basically coming onto the last corner. He's just bonk, popped her around, like popped her in the butt. Uh, Spanner.
1: I can't say popped her in the butt, <laughs> but just. Uh, leave it in there. <laughs> see what people say. <laughs> yeah,
0: popped her in the butt. Um, her around. Yeah. And he's just stopped. Like, go, go. I'm readdressing. It's <laughs> like, good thing there's a bit of a gap because otherwise you've stopped in the middle of the racetrack. Yeah. Um. Still cop the penalty for it. Simona said she had it it was a good result for her, top ten. But she's like we had bad pit calls. There was times there where she went across um she oh I got a really late call. Almost she went across the chevron on so they go onto the grass and they're like you cannot come into the pits. Yeah. You pa- you did not pass and so she's back over onto the grass off the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um poorly managed. Yeah. You Jamie Wincup took a big hit. He did. He made a little bit of a mistake in that uh, that last race and, and managed to shorten his car by a few inches on each end. He was um pretty good about it in the interview. He looked fine, didn't he? I've seen was just pictures like, of him look, walking through the paddock, signing autographs.
0: He got interviewed by Murphy right afterwards and he said, what happened? He's like, look, you know, this weather, you don't really know what's going on there. Some idiot was going to put it in the wall and it was me. Yeah. Um, He's like, he can understand why people are running slicks, but he's like, could also push for wets yeah yeah um but yeah it was apparently no chassis damage under that car
1: which is surprising i thought it would have it uh, maybe yeah. they mean proper chassis as in the actual cage yeah. the front rails are
0: going to need to be replaced yeah, I was gonna say it the went front pretty rails hard would
1: it be pretty well toast oh
0: well, well there, there, you, you can replace the front rails and i'm pretty sure there's a bit on the back you can replace too yeah
1: yeah it's all bolt on it's only the actual chassis cage exactly yeah yeah, yeah floor pan etc
0: well, anything else you want to really add on? I mean, Todd Hazelwood did have a bit of a rough battle. Yeah, he didn't he have He did battle the at race. the front for a good chunk of the race, and I think he would have learned a lot yeah, battling a the shame. likes of
1: everyone at the front. It's a real shame it didn't go his way in the end. Um, his car was
0: a bit skew if by the end of it, too. He took a few hits.
1: Yeah, it, but really strong weekend for them. They can put that together and, and take that on to the next round mm-hmm. as a team.
0: Um, tips. Let's let's go British Grand Prix. Um, Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, to be honest, to I think Hamilton is going to win the British Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Mitch uh, said Vettel. 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 He's like, I don't know why I'm going back to Vettel. I feel like I'm going to get burnt. But let's go Vettel. Uh, this is a Vettel's got to have a good round sometime. Am I right? Is what he also says. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, the, the track is a lot of flat out. You can go Bottas if you want. <laughs> you, you're like, you, I'm almost like
0: we should just not pick McLaughlin and Hamilton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, realistically, where well, how many races has Bottas won this year? Like two, two. or three. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, God, you're okay, gonna have to cut this again. It's gonna be Leclerc or Vettel. I'm not going Max.
0: So Who are you picking? I haven't even decided yet.
1: I want Leclerc to win, so I'm just going to put him out there.
0: Leclerc? All right, cool. You go that. Who the hell am I going? (laughs) 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 Um, I'm going to go Max, thinking that... No, they're not. It's a flat-out track, isn't it? Like that's Silverson's what I saying. Really like, Silverson's really fast. I don't think this is going to suit the Hondas. But, nah, screw it. Let's still go Max.
1: Yeah, well, they were on a really strong. Good run. How good has Max been this year, too? I really think, to be good. honest, he's been dragging that car up a few positions higher than it should be. This weekend won't be hot like it was last week. No, it will be so back in the UK. That, that, yeah. Apparently,
0: Silverson's close to signing another deal with Formula One.
1: Oh, thank God. Look for a long time there that it was not going to get dropped, but maybe it might sit out a year while they discuss um, an actual deal that might work for Silverstone, not just put money in. I honestly pocket. think
0: maybe the Formula One or now it's Liberty, Me- Liberty Media that own it. They do they really need to charge so much to host it? Mm. Because you
1: well the the problem with the hosting it was that they had this contract that. I don't know who at Silverstone signed it with Bernie, but each year it was going up by like twenty percent, and they signed in this really long contract. Mm. So it was probably quite reasonable at the start, but now it's got to the stage where they're at the end of the contract and it's becoming unaffordable. Yeah. They the ticket pricing's had to go up, like they're not. Sponsorships have been harder to find globally, not yeah. just uh, in Australia. So yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's um it's a positive sign if they're backing negotiations and looking like they could yeah. Sign. So there's
0: something that should probably come out this week or maybe next. So, so. We'll, we'll see there. Um, so as we did touch on at the start of the episode, um, we are finishing up
1: full time full podcast. time
0: podcasting. Um, we've got something in the works. I will. We got to finalize that before we fully will let you guys know breaking late is not going anywhere. Um, we will still exist some form or another. It's just, as we said, it's getting hard for both of us to do these every race weekend. Um, Yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's a lot to do with full-time work and a family. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It, it, like like I said, it it started off as a joke. Yeah. Let's just do it. It's fun. Um, but it's it's it's, yeah. Look, I I do appreciate. I love doing it. I like. I use it as a great excuse to just go to supercar rounds. <laughs> I like meeting people. Yeah, it's the first time I've ever had anyone come up and say, "Can I have a selfie with you?" <laughs> that was very odd. Yeah. Um. But you know, it happened in Adelaide. I was <laughs> like, yeah, more than happy. Um. But yeah, it's it. You know, I do appreciate. We appreciate everyone that's been thing. The show is actually growing at a rate now that is better than it's ever done. <laughs> yeah. And it's we're calling getting it. It's stronger and stronger. <laughs> just, but yeah, so we will still be there. Stay tuned. We will announce something in the future, but this was something coming. We decided to announce the retirement um, here to sort of coincide with 12 months of Lounsey retiring because, you know, two legends of the sport go out uh, roughly around the same time. <laughs> so thank you very much for everyone that, you know, you guys have been with us. Ones that been from the start, ones that have started last week. Um, we we very much do appreciate it. We
1: appreciate the support and the and yeah the love.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you do want to write in to us, you can write in Facebook facebook.com forward slash Breaking Late. You can go to our website breakinglate.com, dot com, or you can hit us hit us up on an email BreakingLate at Gmail dot com. And we'll be back next week after the British Grand Prix.
1: Beautiful. All
0: right. Take, Take care, everyone. Bye. You.